Get ready for unique, rare, and little-known treasures from the golden age of radio. You're listening to The Amazing World of Radio with Adam Graham. Welcome to The Amazing World of Radio from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. And welcome to the first of two Easter specials. Today, we've got a special treat for you. It's a very rare kids program from the Golden Age of Radio. It's Wormwood Forest. While it only had a 16-week run nationally over NBC, it had a much longer history where it originated. On Nashville station WSM, where it began airing in 1947 and continued through 1951. And there was also a television version, again originating locally in Nashville. It was a talking animal series, with talking animals dealing with real-life situations. You can put real-life in quotes. The series uh, was created by Tom Titchener, who was a puppeteer, which is how they came to television. And that, I think, is more than enough introduction for what's going to be a 15-minute program. The original air date, April the 16th, 1949, and let's go ahead and take a listen. <laughs> oh, boy, another day in Wormwood Forest. Hello, boys and girls. Once again, it's time for another visit with our friends down in Wormwood Forest. Hey, hey, don't run away, listen a while, you'd want to stay, there's always lots of fun, down in Wormwood Forest. Hello everybody, this is Dippy Dwarf. Today, Frankie Frog gets a phone call that sends him hopping. So don't leave your radio, listen to our animal show, there's always lots of fun, down in Wormwood Forest. Yeah, 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 yeah. The phone's ringing, Debbie. Shall I answer it? Hey, you might as well, Frankie Fogg. It's probably for you anyway. Okay, kiddo. Uh, hello, the Dwarf Waldorf. You want to speak to Gorgeous Frog? Yeah, just a minute. Yeah, it's for Gorgeous Frog. That's you, Frankie. Me? Oh, hey, hey, that's right. I forgot about my wrestling name. Uh, hello, Gorgeous Frog, the newest thing in the wrestling ring speaking. Oh, hi, you fucks. What? Oh, sure thing. I'll be right over. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, what's up, Gorgeous? It's my manager, Swindler Q. Fox. He wants me to come over to the Pigs Hotel right away. Going to wrestle in the lobby of the Harmony Plaza? No, oh, no. The Fox is living over there. He wants to make arrangements for my first wrestling match. Uh, here, I'll open the door for you. Certainly hate to see you go. You don't have to push me. I'm going. <laughs> I'm glad the Pigs Hotel is just across the road. <laughs> Shall I knock, or does one knock on the door of a hotel? Well, I'll just go in. Ah, there you are, Frog. Hi, you fox. What's up? Do you know what tomorrow is? Uh, tomorrow? The uh, 4th of July, uh, Christmas, the birthday. Uh, uh... To save time, I'll tell you. It's Easter. Easter? Easter eggs? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Ah, what a marvelous idea for your first wrestling match. <laughs> you really got an opponent all lined up for me? Yes. The Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny? But if I beat him, everyone will hate me. Of course. You'll become a perfect villain. <laughs> but I don't want to be a villain. I want to be Gorgeous Frog. I'm your manager, Frog. You'll wrestle whomever I say. Oh, me. Now, Gorgeous Frog, 
You must get a suitable robe to wear as you make your appearance in the ring. Uh, what kind of robe? One that will please the ladies. I suggest you get Kitty to help you select it. Okay, but uh, how do I pay for it? Just charge it to the pig. A barbecue pig? But will she like that? What does it matter? I sold her a quarter interest in you. And that means she has to pay all of your expenses that amount to over a quarter. Well, then, what am I waiting for? If the pig pays, then Gorgeous Frog will buy and buy and buy. Bye-bye. Well, here's the old badger residence. Susie Skunk and Kitty were going shopping today. Gee whiz, I hope they haven't gone already. If you're working your way through millinery school by selling bebop caps, I... Oh, hello, Frankie Frog. Well, hiya, Susie Skunk. And the name is Gorgeous Frog, remember? Oh, yes. The famous rag and bone artist. Uh, that's grunt and groan artist. Well, what does it matter? I haven't waxed the floors lately anyway. Won't you come in? Yes, sure will. Is Kitty here? Oh, yes, she's in the parlor. Kitty... Look who's here. A frog as I live and breathe. Uh, hiya, kitty baby. It's your dream frog, gorgeous. Oh, am I really gorgeous today? I didn't mean you. I mean me. I'm gorgeous. Oh, so you think you're more gorgeous than I am. Yeah, I didn't say that, kitty. Oh, yes, you did, didn't he, Susie? Please, subtract me from this figuring. I'm neutral. Hey, hey, kitty, you put down that base. I'll no, put it down no. on the top of your conceited head. No. Oh, 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 my frog head. Oh, my oh, face. Oh, you smashed it, it was Frankie's fault. His head shouldn't be so hard. <laughs> That's it. Put all the blame on gorgeous frogs. There, you said it again. That's my priceless empty hey, picture. No, no, oh. Kitty, put that picture down. I'll no, put it down no, on your bay. No, 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 no. <laughs> frog head. Oh, why don't I keep my big frog mouth shut? Kitty, oh. please don't smash anything oh. else. It's time for my favorite radio oh. program now. Oh, Ma Possum? Or uh, Sadie Snake Girl Reptile? Or Lolly Baby Lobster? No. Here, I'll turn on the radio and you'll hear for yourself. There. Once again, it is the pleasure of the Pine Tree Broadcasting Company to present Hedda Hedgehog in Homemaking Can Be Charming with Ethelbert Bobolink at the organ. Hello, girls. Homemaking Can Be Charming, and I'm here to prove it. Only yesterday a weasel said to me, Hedda Hedgehog, everything you do is charming. You must lead a charmed life. And I do, girls. Oh, I do. Only yesterday I discovered a marvelous new recipe for pickled strawberries. You'll just love it, girls. You'll just love Mr. Announcer. Oh. Uh, Hedda, dear, here's a request from a listener in Hazelnut Hollow. To read the poem you always read in April. Oh, yes, the poem. It's called Home Thoughts from a Bird. Poem. Oh, to be in Wormwood now that April's here. Oh, to munch the crunchy lunch and drink the fresh root beer. For when April comes, a bird longs for home. And so do bears and long-eared hares and April showers. Music, Ethelbert. Today. Yeah, that's enough. Hedda Hedgehog is so inspiring, so charming. Personally, I can take her or leave her. And speaking of leaving, Sue... Oh, it is time to leave if we hope to do any shopping. Uh, b- b- yeah, before you go, I've got to talk to you. Oh, me? 
Yeah, no, Kitty. I refuse to talk to anyone who thinks he's more gorgeous than I am. No, Kitty, baby. That's my wrestling name, Gorgeous Frog. Oh, so it is. Now, would you listen, please, pretty Kitty? Well, do you think we have time, Susie? If he'll talk fast. You know, I'm a fast talker. It's this way, Kitty, baby. Swin like you fox, my manager said, I need a fancy robe to impress people to climb to the ring, and he thinks you're the one helping select it. Hold on, Frog, that's too fast. Yeah, you said to talk fast. We didn't mean for you to talk in shorthand, Frankie. Yeah, well... What I said was, my manager, the fox, wants me to buy a fancy robe to wear into the ring. And he said Kitty would be a good one to help me select it. Oh, good. You can come along with Susie and me while we select our Easter outfits. Oh, I can hardly wait to pick out my Easter bonnet. Nor can I. An Easter bonnet that will bring out the white of my fur and the blue of my eyes. Yeah, I can see you now, Kitty. In your Easter bonnet. With all the frills upon it, you'll be the grandest kitty in the Easter parade on the avenue, Wormwood Avenue. The photographers will snap you, and you'll find that you're in the road of gravure. Oh, I could write a sonnet about your Easter bonnet. Oh, you'll be the grandest kitty in the Easter Kitty, have you selected a bonnet yet? No, Sue. There's so many fetching styles that I just can't decide. Well, I wish you two would hurry up and make up your minds. I've got to pick out a robe. Quiet, Frog. Oh, Sue, that's a demure little hat you're holding. Yes, I'd rather like this one. Oh, Clerk... You, Clerk. Did you call me, madam? Oh, Susie Skunky, my sweetie. Don't plug my wood, Chucky. Are you clerking? Yes. Circumstances have forced me into selling hats here. Then give me your opinion, Chucky. Do you think this bonnet is becoming? Do I? Why, Susie... In that Easter bonnet... Uh, uh, with uh, all woodchuck, the... Uh, 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 woodchuck, I've already sung that song. Oh, mercy me. This is embarrassing. Why, Chucky? I don't know any other song about Easter bonnets. What about put on your Easter bonnet with all the frills upon it? Why, yes, I, I could sing that, wouldn't I? Frankie. Uh, yeah, kitty baby? This would be a good time to select your role. I know exactly what you mean, kitty kids. Chucky, this bonnet is the right color for me, don't you think? Indubitably, Sue. It does things for you. The bathrobe department's over this way, Frog. I wish you'd call me gorgeous. I refuse to call you gorgeous, even if it is your wrestling name. Well, I don't see what's wrong with calling anyone gorgeous. Nothing's wrong with it. You may call me gorgeous any time you like. Here are the bathrobes. Where's the clerk? Hey, clerk, we want some service here. But someone call me... Hey, Cheryl Grasshopper. Hi. Interested in gentlemen's bathrobes? Yep, I want one to use in my wrestling profession. Oh, wrestler, huh? Yes, Grasshopper. Any suggestions for a wrestler's robe? Well, most wrestlers wear a robe that fits their name. What's your professional name, Frankie? Yeah, Gorgeous Frog. Gorgeous Frog, huh? Well, that calls for a robe embroidered with cheap imitation jewels and rhinestones and uh, gold braid. It does? Come to think of it, Frankie, that's exactly the kind of a robe you should have. Well, if you say so, I'll buy it. Uh, where is it? Well, naturally, we don't sell robes like that. You don't? Nope. I have to have it made up special. 
Can it be made here in this store, Gerald? Sure it can. Take the elevator to fifth floor. Okay, I'll take the elevator to the fifth floor. I'm strong now that I'm a wrestler, grasshopper. Gorgeous frog, you're as funny as a soft-boiled Easter egg. And grasshopper, you're as... Well, I won't say it. I'm a kitty. Come, frog, to the elevator. I can't understand it. We've been pushing the elevator button for ten minutes and still no elevator. I guess we'll have to walk up to the fifth floor. Oh, wait, the light flashed on. Hey, an elevator. Going up? Timothy Turtle. Oh, no one of the service is so slow. Hi, Frankie. Hi, Kitty. Fifth floor, please, Turtle. Okay, watch your step. Second floor, ladies shower curtains, gentlemen's aftershave lotion. Tim, why were you so long in answering the elevator call? I went to sleep in the basement. Always got sleepy riding up and down. Third floor, ladies' blankets, children's coats, vests, and linoleum. We don't want the third floor. Oh, that's quite all right. Fourth floor, linens, curtains, furniture, and buttonholes. We want off at the fifth floor. Nothing on the fifth floor but the tailor and department. That's where we want to go. I'm going to have my wrestling robe made there. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, you gonna wrestle Frankie? Uh, Tim, uh, don't tell anybody, but I'm gonna wrestle the Easter Bunny. You are? Fine. He's quite a character. That's big. Hey, you ears. don't say big, huh? Yeah, I bet you he can hey, take Hey, Turtle, how ears. do you know? Hey, have you seen the Easter Bunny? Sure. He's on the fifth floor right now. Hey, Kitty, let's go down. Frog, stop trembling. Fifth floor, Tyler and department. Come on out of the elevator, Frankie. But, Kitty. Going down. Hey, hey, Tim, don't go down. I should. No, me, shucking. I'm stuck up here on the fifth floor. Oh, don't be so namby-pamby. You can meet the Easter Bunny and size him up. But if he's big and strong, how will I ever win a wrestling match with him? Excuse me, do you have the time? Uh, sure, Rabbit, it's almost lunchtime. Uh, great, jumping jelly beans. I must get back to my eggs and finish painting them. Little Rabbit, are you helping the Easter Bunny? Helping him? Why, I am the Easter Bunny. Bye now. Where are my pink Kitty, you mean to say that's the Easter Bunny? Must be. And I was worried about wrestling. Oh, that little shrimp. See, Frog, your worries are silly. He'll be a pushover. And you said it, kid. Come on, let's see about Moreau. Easter Bunny. What an opponent. Hey, Swindler Q. Fox, Dippy said you wanted to see me about something important. Yes, Frog. It's about your first wrestling match. Oh, it'll be a cinch, Fox. That Easter Bunny's a fluffy little thing. You're not going to fight the Easter Bunny. He'd be a pushover. He's much too busy to wrestle anything but Easter eggs. Then I don't have a match? What kind of manager do you think I am, gorgeous? Oh, then you've arranged another fight for me. But of course. You're going to meet one of the finest wrestlers in the woods. Uh, Who is it? None other than Big Boy Bear, the bone crusher. Big Boy Bear? Oh, no. He passed out. Too bad. Did the frog faint? Yes, Barbecue Pig. Aren't you going to revive him? There's no rush. The fight isn't until next week. And as long as he's unconscious, he won't be worrying about meeting Big Boy. <laughs> and that, my dear, is the bare fact. <laughs> bare fact indeed. A wrestling match between a bear and a frog is something none of us should miss down in Wormwood Forest. Hey, hey, that's all today. We're so glad that you could stay. That's always lots of fun down in Wormwood Forest. And next time, things should really be exciting. Till then, this is Dippy Dwarf saying, so long.
Remember next Saturday, listen to wild animal play. There's always lots of fun down at Wormwood Farmers. Wormwood Forest, written by Tom Titchener, has come to you from WSM in Nashville, Tennessee. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Welcome back. I have to admit, a wrestling match with the Easter Bunny? Not something I would have thought of, but a clever idea to tie into the season. And just a fun bit of music. I will say that the pun at the end was kind of unbearable. Yeah, yeah, I know that was horrible too. Now, it's worth noting that uh, Tom Titchener uh, did uh, end up going on to have uh, a very successful career, both in Nashville and he would uh, work elsewhere. In New York, he uh, worked on the Sherry Lewis program and continued all sorts of puppeteer work uh, all the way through the late 1980s. Well, I hope you enjoyed his work on this particular program. If you do have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Join us back here tomorrow for our Easter Sunday special. In the meantime, from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.